deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girlbomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results. Made just for us. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip to the professional-grade blades, say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girlbomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at Walgreens. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hey guys! Oh, uh, how's it going out there, besties? It's Nikki Glazer. This is the Nikki Glazer podcast. That's Noah, my producer. Andrew will be here in a minute. I'm sitting uh, in my guest room next to my doggy, Luigi, who just. I don't know, Noah. I just feel like whatever your dog is doing it's a reflection of whatever's going on in your life and uh, mm. apparently i'm not well uh, I, I mean he just doesn't he's so weird he's so like he's i don't know if he wants to be babied or if he hates me or if he is a, a he's not eating as much he's being aloof he is ignoring me he acts like i don't exist sometimes when i enter the room there are other times where he's very enthusiastic about me. He's all over the place. And I feel it is a reflection of myself because I feel like I'm doing great. And then I look at my dog who looks skittish and scared and 
I don't know. Right now he looks very relaxed, but I just he looks I, very comfortable sitting I there. I just think he's depressed uh, a lot of the time. I think I have a depressed dog. I think that's just his to me. Like just like me, I think I'm a depressed person, and sometimes I am good, and sometimes I'm not. And uh, sometimes this little seal pup is just a a sad fellow. Well, a sad little boy. And then like he meets other dogs and sometimes he gets too excited. Sometimes he gets scared. It's just like he's all over the place. And I really just feel like it's a reflection of me because I know that the whatever your dogs like pick up your energy. And I just wish I had better energy. I think it just tells you things about yourself that you aren't really aware of when people are like, why is my dog so freaked out? It's like, because he's looking to you and you're freaked out. And you're like, no, I'm calm. I'm not freaked out. It's like, well, you're putting out some kind of energy, dude, that's making you a little like he's picking up on something. So or or your dog is not looking to you at all and you have no control over your your dog doesn't respect you. If your dog isn't like feeling your energy to see how to act, that means your dog doesn't look to you as like a leader and then it's all fucked. So either your dog is you or your dog is not you, in which case you're a bad dog owner or like your, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. You just need to feed your dog more, like be the one that gives it food. So he respect, he or she respects you. No, I do give him food, but then he doesn't even want it. And he's very, it doesn't matter. Dog stuff is so boring. Like I, when people start talking about the dogs, I just tune out no matter what um so i i i believe that i am also in that uh, this girl though on the street i will say just freaked out at how cute he was like freaked out and he is cute but he's not that cute i go this girl must just walk throughout life freaking out all the time because everything's cute but luigi is pretty cute um but i just don't get that response usually I'll give you another perspective because I lost my dog last September and now yeah. every time I see a dog on the street, I'm just like, oh my yeah. God, that dog is so cute. So I think yeah. it's just like, because I don't have one anymore, it's just like an overwhelming feeling. So maybe she has that going That's on. That's a good point. Whenever you see cute kids or like cute babies, sometimes I just go like, is my enthusiasm for how cute this child is for this tired mother like, is she kind of like over it and like, yeah, you take her for a day or does that breathe some life into the mother's um, energy of like, oh, wait a second. I forgot this thing that I'm kind of tired of being around all the time uh, can make other pe- people go. I, I appreciate it more when, you know, when someone like admires something that you th- take for granted, you go, oh, my God, actually, I am lucky to have it. So it could be that. Um, but most of the time when there are cute kids. Or, or when someone compliments your dog and is like, like today on the street, classic, I did not lying me. A girl walked by, she had a dog, which was very cute. The dogs interacted. She asked Luigi, she goes, what's his name? And I said, Luigi. And I didn't reciprocate because I don't care. I don't care what her dog's name is. It doesn't change anything about the dog for me. Maybe it would have been a cute name and that would have been some kind of talking point, but I just couldn't, I was like, you should, Nikki, be nice. You should reciprocate. And then I was like, I don't, I don't care. It's going to be a waste of this woman's voice. And honestly, the dog doesn't really understand its name. I don't care. Um, Last night was super duper fun for my birthday. We went to uh, the, the, the funny bone, the, the St. Louis funny bone, which is like the, where I started doing comedy back in 2000. Three, 
I think is when I took my first class up there and went to dinner um, nearby and then went with my family over to the Funny Bone. There was an open mic happening. I did not want to go on stage. We just went next door to this club and went and did karaoke. That was just open for us. Um, I was I paid the DJ and everything. So it was like I threw a party. It was uh, it was fun. And um, my family sang a bunch of people from the open mic that were there just like watching comics and also comics from the open mic came over afterwards. So it was like a bunch of people I didn't know. And then a lot of people I did know. And uh, a lot of old friends, new friends. It was so fun. And my mom and dad sang. I sang. Taylor Swift was sang. My parents sang Stevie Wonder's. uh, Stevie Wonder wrote a song called Happy Birthday for... Martin Luther King Jr. Happy birthday to yeah. Okay, everyone knows that song, right? It goes on like four minutes. And it's just a long birthday. Birthday songs are already humiliating to get through when someone's singing it to you. It's already too long of a song. Happy birthday. That is, uh, it's excruciating having all that attention on me. As, As someone who is a comedian who demands attention on me all the time, I hate being singled out for something I didn't accomplish, i.e. living another year. Um, But this year I surrendered and let people be excited for me and enjoy it and not feel like, oh my God, I I have to go talk to all these people because they came up here to the Funny Bone to celebrate my birthday. I owe it to them. I was like, it's there. I didn't invite, I didn't invite everyone. It is their prerogative to be here. If I don't get a chance to talk to everyone or talk to anyone for that matter, it's okay and it's not like I just like let myself off the hook because there were so many people to talk to and there were so many drunk people there too that I didn't know that had the that were going to be brazen enough to come up to me and kind of be annoying so I just didn't I was sitting at the very front of the room because I just wanted to keep this and then my parents and my family were right behind me and then friends were right there. there was like a circle and then in the back there was like you know drunk people that were at the show and fans of comedy love meeting fans of comedy just wanted to be kind of isolated last night like I didn't want to be like the bell of a ball I just want to sing karaoke and cheer on my friends um but my parents sang happy birthday the Martin Luther King version from Stevie Wonder and they not only did they take out Martin Luther King's name and put in my name which felt just like a very like a, something that could get us all canceled if it ended up somewhere. As soon as Andrew and I were laughing, they didn't mean to. They were just singing it, and then they're putting an opposite name in for the person whose birthday it was. But it's Martin Luther King Jr. The the song goes on so long. I told Andrew halfway through it because it's just like over and over. Happy birthday! I said to Andrew, I was like, Martin Luther King Jr. is like. Thankfully, he never had to hear this song played for him because it's too long. To have your birthday sang to you for that long, like he, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he's grateful he's dead that he never had to sit through a birthday song for him. Being honored is so not fun because, as someone who is in control, like likes to be in control, you don't get to be in control. Like the other night when I saw Elton John being honored at the iHeart Awards, he looked uncomfortable because he wanted to be it was it was you know clips of him and he was sitting through it and and dealing with it as good as possible but like 
it's just like out of your hands and I don't like it. And it makes you look like you love this. And that's your, and every, and then I'm looking at people on their phones, just like not wanting to be, I'm worried about everyone else, you know, and it just becomes fraught, but I let it go last night and was just having fun. I really was. I sang, um, Taylor Swift's, uh, me, which is maybe her least popular song single off lover that she sang with Brandon Urie from Panic at the Disco. And I did it with Tim Convey, my ex-boyfriend's brother, who is also a comedian and one of my best friends. And we sang it and he did the boy parts and I did the girl parts and it was so fun. And it was just like everything I ever wanted to be. And I performed like Taylor Swift. I was just like pretending to be Taylor Swift and it was really freeing and fun. And I also sang Shake It Off and um, my mom sang Fiona Apple's Criminal my dad sang, I don't know what, Andrew screamed over things. He doesn't really have any sense of tempo or um, tone, which is hilarious. No concept that he is off key so severely. And off is key. It doesn't bother me as much as off, time. off tempo, off time. Yeah. yeah, off time. So has no concept of time. <laughs> and it's excruciating. But God love him. He was a good hype man for so many people. Ari was there. I mean, it was so much fun. I'm trying to think of any um, specific highlights. Uh, it's a lot. I just felt felt very loved, felt very uh, appreciated. I w- was a little annoyed because here's the thing. I love karaoke. I don't like singing by myself, though, because I think it is too indulgent. I think I don't sound good enough. I sound decent, by the way. I'm like a six and a half, seven at karaoke. And I don't, I know that's not good enough to hold a song on my own for four minutes. But people have no problem getting up there by themselves and just doing a song. Karaoke to me, I always share it with someone or I pick a song that at least some people will know. So either I'm going to pick a song that people will be entertained by because two people are carrying it. So two sevens are going to make a 14. I don't know what that means. Or at least like there's someone else enjoying it as much as me, the performance part. Because let's be honest, karaoke is rarely enjoyed by the audience. Or it is, or I don't, I don't sing by myself. No one probably would notice this, but I didn't sing one song by myself last night. And I was annoyed a little bit because I wanted to sing a song, but well, I wasn't, I guess I was, I have to talk to her about it, but my mom at one point was going to sing criminal by Fiona Apple, which is also my karaoke song. But she was like, I'm going to sing criminal. And I was like, Oh, I'll sing that with her. It'll be so fun. Cause we both like know it really well. It would be fucking great. And I go, Lauren, you should sing it too. My sister, they had three mics and Lauren's like, no, I'm just going to let mom's mom just wants to sing it. And I go, well, I'm going to sing it. And she goes, I think mom wants to sing it on her own. And I go, mom, uh, do you mind if I sing it? And she was like, I'm going to do it on my own. And I go, uh, okay. Um, yeah, sure. And I'm just like, why? Why, if your daughter wants to sing it with you? This is why I get hurt by my family and friends. It's these dumb little things where it's like, if something would make me happier on my birthday to share it with my mom, and I'm good at, I don't volunteer for things I'm not good at, why wouldn't you let me sing it with you? Why do you have to sing it on your own? And I just don't know the answer to that. And I think it's because she just wanted the spotlight for herself, which obviously I understand as someone who enjoys the spotlight. But I understand that for 
I guess I get it alone myself enough that that's why it's special for me to share it outside of that. So my mom doesn't get it alone, but it was annoying to me and I let it slide. But here I am bringing it up. So it, it actually, I sat there and I was like, enjoy the song, even though you know it would be so much more fun if you were singing it with your mom. But it's like, my parents can't share the spotlight very well. Let me just say that. I, I don't think. But maybe the, I get that from them too. I don't know. It was just weird to me on my birthday. But no one would ever even notice that Nikki didn't, sh- didn't sing a song by herself. No one would go, oh, maybe that's the right way to go about karaoke because no one, no one likes to hear you sing karaoke, everyone listening, unless you are seriously so impressive and deserve to be an American Idol. No one enjoys it. So in order to make it better for other people, either pick a song that the whole room knows and can sing along with or share it with someone else. Those are my gripes this morning. Can I ever just be positive the whole time? No. Did I have so much fun last night? Yes. Did I kill Cardi B's up? Yes. Did the uh, black gentleman who was running the um, Terrence, who was running the karaoke, seem to doubt me when I picked Cardi B's up and think that I couldn't handle it? Was it because the N-word is scattered throughout it? Possibly. Did I skip over the N-word at every perfect time? Yes. Did I sing it by myself? No. I sang it with Tim Convy's new bride, uh, Emma Convy, who also knew the song very well. And we destroyed Cardi B's Up, which if you listen to it, it is very hard. I also sang WAP with Andrew. Um, Bottom line is always sing karaoke with someone else to minimize the excruciating... uh, torture for everyone having to listen to your voice which you think sounds good and doesn't sound as good as you think it does um pretty much in every case but karaoke is fun i will be doing it again and let's get it okay (laughs) hello andrew (laughs) how'd you sleep last night bud i slept all right yeah not too well you didn't get up early this morning go work out well because the pod was earlier uh and we got in late and i drank uh coffee at 6 p.m. and then I had about nine Diet Cokes just as because I wanted to be up and ready for your party you know we did karaoke karaoke tends to be a uh, nine Jaeger bombs before we get up on stage and sing so instead I just drank about 80,000 milligrams of caffeine to fucking kill it on shoop shoop dad oop shoop dad oop Remember when I ordered, I said you were going to get a Diet Coke last night at dinner and you go, no, I don't need any. I'm just going to have water. I didn't say that. Yeah, I tried to order you a Diet Coke. I oh, know that was my mom. <laughs> and then everyone had a Diet Coke later. I predicted you'd all want Diet Cokes. I got a Diet Coke before I heard your right mom. Right away? Yeah, it wasn't like a Sam Adams situation. Oh, what's that? Oh, the, I'll have a Sam Adams. Uh, that sounds a, good. Yeah, I'll have, a, I'll have a Diet Coke. Wait, <laughs> why did you? Why do you need? You needed the caffeine. Yeah, I just I like. First of all, I love Diet Coke. I only drink it. I don't buy it. I only drink it when I go out and and I feel like I need to like step it up and have some fun. I mean, I know it sounds cheesy, but because of the caffeine. Yeah. Okay. And um, I don't know. I had so much fun last night. Dinner was unbelievable. We went. To, did you already talk about it? No. I mean, I didn't say where we went. Oh, we went to this place called uh, St. Louis Social or something. Uh, Westport Social. Westport Social. They had basketball hoops, but real basketball hoops, not just like the game basketball hoop. I mean, mm-hmm. I've never seen this in a bar. Mm-hmm. And all you need as a guy is a ball and a hoop and then just a competition. And we're good for dinner. 
dinner was better. We came back in a good mood. We shot yeah. some hoops. <laughs> like yeah, they no. went off and shot hoops while we waited for our dinner. <laughs> my family all just sat. My sister and my mom and dad and I just all sat and talked. And then Ari and Andrew and Matt, Matt my yeah. sister's husband, went and shot hoops. Oh, it's so fun to shoot some hoops. Matt, I fucking love Matt. I love Ari. I told you. But yeah. I Have I not been saying since day one that my brother-in-law is the best person I want him to divorce your sister and leave his kids so we can hang out. So we can have him. Because, yeah, we said last night, and I go, because I go, oh, so right when they walked away, the three of them, within minutes, um, someone came over. You came I did. over. And Matt like, was seven for seven. Matt just did seven for seven, like seven baskets in a row. And you ran away, and Lauren was like, yeah, he's a pretty good athlete. And I go, Andrew just fell in love. I think they were heart. He was a heart eye emoji. He was like, I go, Andrew, just his respect for Matt just went up so much. I go, this is, this is something just happened. This was like a love at first sight thing. Like you finally, what like, is it with girls that like, right? Cause I know with guys, if you can hit a three pointer or throw a football 40 yards, like on a dime, it's going to be hard for me not to be your friend. Like you're really going to have to do something. You're going to have to kill my mom. If you could throw a football good. <laughs> Like that's honestly where it's at because if you could throw a good spiral, you it's right You're into my heart. You're telling me if the people at Philip Morris, who the cigarette, cigarettes, yeah, all could were, throw a football. Yeah. First of all, they can because they're Marlboro men. Yeah, so all those men you forgive for <laughs> yes, ultimately killing creating, my mom. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, if if he threw a, a good post pattern, wait, what? Who? What is it for girls right away that you're like? Okay, this is... I Noah, I mean, I'm going to try to take this one, and then I want Go you ahead. to... Do you have okay. something in your mind already? Yes, I do. Okay, I would say it's a woman with confidence. Like a woman who doesn't seem... When you but how see do a you woman, know that from something they do? Right, like, you. well, I think it's just an energy you pick up on where it's like, this woman isn't trying too hard with makeup, hair, outfit, but everything looks put together. There's no effort being put, and she seems to not care what people think. And when I see a woman like that, it really makes me just... Uh, I just fall in love. I just want them near me. I just want, because I want what they have. I mean, I think you want what the, the guy has. You want to be around like athletic prowess. And I want to be around a woman who doesn't look to a man or anyone else for validation. It literally goes down to like caveman shit. Like he throws the ball good. This girl looks good like a bird, like a colorful bird. You know what I mean? No, it's not even looks like it just doesn't need shit from men or women. <laughs> yeah. Noah, what about you? Uh, so for me, it's uh, it's a little bit more simple. It's just like a messy purse. Like if I see someone with like junk at the bottom of their purse, like if they pull something out and like there's something else attached to it. Yes. I'm like, oh. Noah, that is so true. <laughs> that that tells me though that it's someone else flawed. If she's fine about it, if she's insecure about it, then I go, okay, she's like me. Let's bring her in. Let's like work on ourselves together. I will love this person. But I guess the, the kind of thing I'm thinking about. But a messy purse means like I don't really care how you view me. But or some, I've ADD. some women have messy purses and are totally shamed of it. Uh, like Lizzie Cooperman and I became best friends yeah. because I was on the Comedy Store <laughs> stoop. In 2006, we were both smoking cigarettes at the time. She was just another girl standing next to me. And I was like, hey, do you have a light? And she was digging through her bag to find a lighter. And I kind of looked inside her bag to be like, maybe it's in that pocket. And she was like, oh, my God. 
I would literally, you can't look inside here. It's disgusting. I would rather you look inside my vagina. And I knew instantly that I would be friends with her because of how funny that was. But, it, it, you know, now for me, I'm very attracted to women who have what I don't have. I have that now. And I have enough friends that have that. And I feel close to women that are messy. But when a girl, Esther... Pavitsky, when I heard her on Lisa Vanderpump's podcast, which Lisa Vanderpump, I'm very intimidated by. I don't think there's anyone that my mom would break her back cleaning her house more for to appear in front of. You know what I mean? Like Lisa Vanderpump's like top society, like need to impress that woman. I feel like Lisa wouldn't care if your house was dirty, though. She, my mom she wouldn't, comes off that way. Exactly. She, but my mom does not allow any, yes. d- does not think that anyone judges people the way that my mom must excru- judge people a lot because she just thinks everyone thinks she's white trash for everything she does. So, but but I remember little Esther went on Lisa Vanderbilt's podcast. I was listening to it because I was supposed to do it the following day. And she was talking about how messy her car was to Lisa. And she was like, there's like, just like LaCroix cans all over. And like, she was describing it in such detail that I was like, this vulnerability and this, I don't give a fuck around Lisa Vanderpump and I am who I am. And it doesn't make me a bad person, which I would have, I would have had my car detailed to even go on Lisa Vanderpump's property, (laughs) which she wouldn't have even seen it. You know, like I would have been parked a mile away on her driveway, but just even stepping foot, I would have felt like a dirty hobo, uh, just in my nicest outfit. At, at Lisa Vanderpump's house. My socks would have been tr- like <laughs> meticulously picked out for Lisa Vanderpump. And just to to have someone, and I just well, love yeah, Little sorry. Esther so much in that moment. I, I called her and I was like, that really changed everything for me that you were so Well, people sometimes relate about like, being a, gross. like a dirty room or a dirty house with depression. And that does happen. Like yeah. certain people are depressed. For me, and it's like, my, it's like my father, like when you would walk into his office even his doctor's office, he had like folders everywhere. His car had folders, like everything. But it's not because he was depressed. It was just Um, ADD. Like maybe he was depressed. I'm just saying that I think like in high school, my car, if you opened up the back, like shit would just fall out. Just like close my locker. It's not a good sign. It's probably not the best sign, but I just didn't notice it. Like it wasn't like I'm sad. My car's like, I can't clean my car. It wasn't even like a thought. It wasn't. I know. And I, whatever. You weren't ashamed of it? No, I almost like leaned into it. I just, maybe because. I was so ashamed of it. But part of me, maybe I kept it dirty so then I wouldn't be able to go on dates. Maybe it was a way to like get ahead of it. I mean, that's a lot of times people, uh, you know, become obese or become, don't take care of themselves because they've been hurt in the past and they don't want people to touch them again and they realize oh this will keep people away or so I'll get ahead my, of it yeah my space messy because i mean ultimately it's about your self-worth like you don't deserve a clean locker you i clean up when someone else comes over they deserve my house to be clean i don't deserve my house to be clean in my house it's like that kind of thing it's just so funny when you go to a girl's house and they're like don't don't judge me. And there's literally four pieces I, I of clothing. I can't deal with it. It's so annoying to me when people say their house is messy and, and it's you nice. walk in and it's nice. Whose house was gross? It wasn't even gross. It was just messy the other day. And I go, thank you for having your house actually messy. Yeah. It was a friend of mine that I went over and I go, I'm so happy to see an actually messy house that makes me feel good about mine because it's not messy. It's just a lived in house. You're not yes. gross. There's not food out. Where in, in fact, my place does have food out. Like I'm, I'm kind of gross, and I've just accepted it about myself. 
because the second you just go, my room is messy and it's not because I'm a bad person. Like now I just go, you've had a busy week and maybe you're not feeling too good about yourself this week. And this is a reflection of it, but that's okay. That's where you're at. You don't need to on top of that, say you're a bad person. Obviously you're struggling. Look at your room. So I like even Sam Morrell has that great bit about going back to the girl. She's like, I am, you know, my house is a mess. He's like, yeah, you're fucking me. I assume your whole life is in shambles. That's hilarious. (laughs) And really. So, I mean, that's the truth. That's what comedy is so funny when it's the truth. I, I um, we got to get to the news, uh, but I, I lately I've been saying on stage this joke about, I guess, have you ever thought about the fact that when you came out of your mom's vagina as a baby, your mouth hit her vagina? Like you've gone down on your mom kind of, have you ever thought about that? Um, Honestly. No, I'm trying to think. I, the reason why is because I had, the, I had the cord around my neck. You still had to pass through. No, so they had an emergency C-section. C-section. Oh, okay, then you did it. Noah, did you come in your mom? No, I still did though, but it was oh, an hour still- later. I went back. <laughs> I I never want to think about that. But I mean, <laughs> have bring you that up? Have you? Has it never. ever crossed your mind? Ever, okay. ever, never. That is definitely. Why did my mind. It, Why did it cross your mind? Because like, I thought it was. I don't I'm not know. Judge- be- yeah. Uh, I'm not judging it either. I can't believe it's not crossed everyone's mind because I think about coming out of my mom's vagina as a baby and I think about how my head probably had to pass there and my mouth probably went on my mom's vagina. Well, people get herpes that way. Babies have gotten herpes from their own moms. So I I have a joke about it where it's like, it's a joke about, you know, COVID and I talk about giving it to your parents and how it's like oral sex. You don't want, I don't mind getting it, but I don't want to give it to my parents. It's a dumb joke. <laughs> no, I like and that. I go, well, if you had to do it, would you rather blow your dad or go down to your mom? And then everyone in the audience is like grossed out. I'm like, but really think about it. And then I say that I would rather go down to my mom because I've already done it. Cause when you were a baby, you came out and everyone goes, Oh, and I go, how have you all, I go, I can't tell if I'm just bringing something up. You've all like pushed away because to me, I thought that was common knowledge. Like everyone made that realization and just tucked it away. <laughs> so then I go, that's the beauty of comedy is that is comedy, by the way, stand up comedy. If you're ever wondering what is good stand up comedy, and when you're like, I love that guy, it generally is. And I'm not saying this joke is a good example, but it is kind of. I'm not saying that joke is funny and I'm going to keep it, but do look for it in my upcoming special. Um, comedy is when a comedian, the best comedy is when you point out something very specific to a general public that everyone goes, oh my God. I've never thought of that, but it's so true. That's the most you can win as a comedian is picking a thing that someone has lived their whole life and never put together, but it is non, there's no way it's not true. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Unless you had a C-section. Unless you had a C-section or Or your mom's vagina was so loose that you just fell out and nothing touched it. Oh yeah. It was just a gaper and you just kind of (laughs) fell out on the floor. And then, like, it's almost like that. What's the the operation game? Like, if you don't hit the edges, it doesn't go like like you fell out like a wishbone with a, a steady hand playing operation. That game freaked me out. That game was wild. It really gave me anxiety. Let's get to the news. The news. It's apparently, you heard it here first. Here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. Oh man. I love that. I hope you're having all of the swells out there. You're having a great time. I really do. It comes from the heart, I swear. Okay, first story. Researchers say that after testing fell during the pandemic, a surge in STDs is ahead. Investigators reviewed data on more than 18 million STD test results from patients 14 to 49 
from January 2019 to 2020, they found screening declines of 63% of men and 59% of women. So less people are getting tested. So they feel like, you know, more people are going to get it because they don't even realize because so many STDs like gonorrhea and chlamydia are asymptomatic. So people are going to be fucking a lot this summer, apparently. So so there's going to be a surge. There's now a downtick, but it's only due to not because it's not out there. It's just people, less people are getting tested. I believe that's kind of what I read. But yeah, I mean, less people probably also had sex during COVID. So. During. And, yeah. and because like since they're not, they, they haven't been tested, they haven't been treated either. So there's right. more, it's more likely to spread. So if we're talking about some asymptomatic STDs, What's uh, what? Yeah. What are we? Why don't we want to get them then? Uh, if there ain't no symptoms, well, because they're symptomatic to other people. Oh, <laughs> so like you, like if I gave you gonorrhea uh-huh. and I don't feel anything, but then it burns when you piss. Why doesn't it burn when you piss? Maybe because I got something else that's fighting it. <laughs> so you have two STDs, two negative, two yeah. positives, <laughs> making negative. Wait, yeah. no, that's not math. Well, think about <laughs> HPV. Yeah, think about oh, HPV yes. for men. It's it's kind of nothing, I guess, yeah. like on their penis or like if it's in their mouth, it's different. Mm-hmm. But for women, it could turn to cervical cancer. Yes. And it can. Yes. And then it can turn into throat cancer, esophageal cancer, I think, for men. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, my question is, can I get the Gardasil vaccine now as a because I remember it's like get your oh, girls the Gardasil vaccine. I thought about this. Can you get the HPV vaccine? after? Yeah. Getting- like, can I get Gardasil now? Even though I, I think I did. I, I mean, I've had abnormal pap smears in the past, so HPV was definitely in my past. However, haven't had it reported in a pap smear in I would say eight years, ten years, maybe. So, is it gone? The vi- viruses to- don't go. Should we Google that? Uh, let I me mean, see. Well, maybe one of our listeners can let us know. But it's okay. I, I regarding COVID, you could get COVID, right? Mm-hmm. But. And then you could get the vaccine after you've had COVID. Right. And then you're good. But you still can get COVID. But a very small percentage. You, it's just not as symptomatic, right? So I guess maybe if you treat HPV. Here's I'm my guessing, problem yeah, is anyways. why do we not know <laughs> all of the answers about COVID? Can I just say real quick? What don't we know? My beef with COVID and the vaccine is if you don't want to get the vaccine, I don't care. And tell me if I need someone who really knows what they're talking about to explain to me why someone goes, you got to wear your mask because people could people need to get the vaccine because then they can spread it to people. And I go, yeah, to people who didn't get the vaccine. So if you're getting it, everyone has access to the vaccine right at this point, pretty much. Well, in our country. In our country. okay, let's just say in our country. And if you you can't get the vaccine because you're pregnant or you're doing something wear a goddamn mask and stay away from people. That's your, that's your, you need to protect yourself from people in the way that you want to. If I give, if you, if people who didn't get the vaccine, give it to other people, those people are probably people that didn't get the vaccine too. In which case you signed up for it. You're taking the risk by not getting the vaccine. You know the the risk and cause you don't want to do the vaccine because you feel that it is a bigger risk to take it than um, chancing it. So what's the problem if people who have signed, who don't want to yeah. wear a seatbelt, Get in a car wreck. I. It's not because my responsibility. Because it only affects them. And the, a seatbelt affects the one person. It doesn't affect the other people. But the unless other they people fly in through the, the okay. Well, that's unless what I'm they saying. fly through and but then hit the point. other people without a seatbelt as well. No one. Everyone gets stopped up at this. I understand that being in, not wearing a seatbelt only affects you. 
But if you don't get the vaccine, Andrew, right? Mm-hmm. And then, so what's the problem there? You could give some, you could give it to someone, right? I mean, I guess the idea. But, but hold on. Yeah. Yeah. So you might give it to someone, right? Yeah. If you don't have the vaccine. Yeah. And that's why it's a problem. It's like, God, you get the vaccine. You might give it to someone. Who might you give it to? To someone with the vaccine or without the vaccine? Without the vaccine. So they also chose to not have the vaccine. Sure. So they know the risk. So who cares if people that don't get the vaccine get COVID? I don't care anymore. I don't care if they get COVID. I just care that it's still part of our country and still spreading. So why don't we all let it go and just say that people that don't get the vaccine can get COVID and bye-bye? I mean, I'm not, I don't want that. you to die, but like, no, you, know you could the say that. I, I'm not. But why s- doesn't, don't, why don't we all get on board with that and let people do whatever the fuck because, they want? Be- I understand if yeah. it's like making hospitals strain and it's shutting down businesses. We need to all, I say no more masks ever. And if you don't get the vaccine, it's your goddamn fault. And yeah. it, it, it protect the people that can't get the vaccine for reasons other than their own choice. And those people do need to take precaution. I don't care if you don't get the vaccine. If you risk dying from COVID, that's your risk. I don't care. It's not about caring. It's about just like the the, the excuses to not take the vaccine are just, for a lot of people, are just, it doesn't seem. But if someone doesn't want to wear a seatbelt or a helmet, why are we going to force them to do that? Why do you make me wear a seatbelt when we're in the car? Because your body might fly all over and hit me and I am wearing a seatbelt. Well, that's the point about COVID. No, it's not. Because the only person you would injure in a car without a seatbelt is, is another, another person, person without a seatbelt on. But that's no, not the way. No, because the, I would injure you because you're wearing know, a seatbelt. I know, but if you have COVID and you don't have the vaccine yeah. and you give it to someone, you can only injure other people that don't have the vaccine who have there then decided. So sure. where is the problem? I don't because it, it still exists. Because it's still an so annoying. So what? But it's only affecting people who don't want to protect themselves from but it. That, so no, but it doesn't just affect those people. It affects the people that take the vaccine because why? it affects businesses. It, I don't understand why the, why businesses are being affected because we're still protecting people who aren't getting the vaccine. Let's stop protecting them. They have a choice to protect themselves. They don't want to. Let's live amongst them freely. Look, I'm not. I think this is basic. Uh, when you told me this, it made me. Because at first I was very like, I, I just didn't understand why. Because people that walk around with 20 vaccines in them, they don't even question it. But now all of a sudden they're smarter than the smartest guy in the room. I just don't. But that understand. doesn't matter. I don't care. What- that, but, but I'm saying I was upset about that. That was the one thing I was upset about. I was like, why are we even thinking about this? You're eating a fucking Sonic bacon cheeseburger from a guy with no gloves, but you won't trust the scientist in a billion dollar fa- a laboratory. Yeah. It just okay. didn't make sense to me. So that's what makes me angry is the 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 irony, the hypocr- whatever people being hypocrites now. But then when you said, hey, look, they're choosing not to take it. If they get sick, they get sick. It's their choice. You're fine. So with all that being said, it relaxed me. And I'm like, OK, let them do their fucking thing. Yeah, I, it's not going to upset. I'm not going to think about it anymore. I mean, but I honestly did, have, have never felt angry. so confused in my life than talking about people who don't want the vaccine. I think it is a done deal. Everyone no, wear no masks because everyone has access to the vaccine, which obviously cuts down on your chances of getting it. If you choose not to get it, you might get it. And then it's not our fault. And I just want to say that I understand on our infrastructure, it makes people like people can't work if they get COVID. Hospitals get cramped. Hospitals are not over overstuffed right now. Um, there are businesses, I'm sure, that are shut down, but that's only because we're being too critical of people that haven't gotten the vaccine who have already put themselves at risk. If you want to go into a war zone without a bulletproof vest, that's your prerogative. And if you want to use other people without bulletproof vests as your shield, they also chose to not wear bulletproof vests and I don't care. Right. Die, get sick, whatever. I, it's your choice. Yeah, I'm, I look, I'm with you. I don't want you to die and I think you should get it. 
because I want you to protect yourself, but and because I've did it and I haven't had any side effects. But if you don't want it, I literally don't care. And your whole point about you eat a bacon cheeseburger, you don't know what's in it. There's that 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 I don't like that frame of logic of Why? like because just because you do one thing that's blindly stupid doesn't mean you do need to do all the things that are blindly stupid. It doesn't make one more blindly stupid thing better to do. That's just my point. Next yeah, story. Yeah, but the other thing isn't blindly stupid. Eating a bacon cheeseburger. No, that getting you a work. vaccine is not blindly stupid. How do you how do you know? You're putting it into the same category, so why shouldn't I? You're saying that you trust a bacon cheeseburger. I'm saying one is extremely blindly blindly stupid. Okay, well, and the other one is not. Yet you're doing well, some the blindly feel like stupid one. It is blindly one. stupid. The people that well, aren't getting it. They're so. stupid and blind. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I say that like, I don't know. I, I, I honestly see good points on both sides. And I just think that if you are willing to take that risk, then you all, all the right to you. And I'm just going to keep not wearing a mask. I'm not protecting you anymore. I also buy tickets to the show. <laughs> we don't care. Just come to the show. I'm vaccinated. Vaccine, not vaccinated. Come to the show. I guess it's selfish. I do want to understand though, if my logic is flawed in any way other than taxing. Yeah, write us in and then explain. Let's, let's figure it out. But the because, only reason our um, economy is taxed is because we're still having to do COVID protocols for to protect people that already yeah, opted out. But the only out. reason why the economy is open is because people decided to take the vaccine. I know, so it we're good now. Sense. It's out, so we're good. I know, but that's the that's the logic right there. People, we're open because people took the vaccine. I understand that, but now that there's an option. To, now that there's band-aids out there for everyone's cuts, if you have a cut and you don't want to wear a bandage, I don't care. All right, so we then, had to we had to shut down things because there wasn't a vaccine. Now there is. You have a choice to get vaccinated, and now if you don't want it, then just go out there and live your I'm, life. Who I'm gives saying, a shit? I, that's fine. That's fine. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing I mean, I'm with just you. Saying, I'm just there's saying, no reason to be angry with people who aren't getting vaccinated in my in my frame of view. But I am very uneducated with this, so I would like to be uh, you know enlightened by anyone who actually knows facts. Okay. Anyways, next story: the Peregrine Falcon mm-hmm. have natural huh? Yeah, Peregrine. I think what did it's I par- say? Paragon, the Paragon. <laughs> I love these because people write in. They go, actually, Andrew said Peregrine the first time. Yeah, I mean, maybe you did. Uh, is it Peregrine? Is I don't know, it you're a, making me Perfrown. I'll tell you that. <laughs> okay, so there is an R at the end there. <laughs> no, Peregrine okay. uh, Falcon has natural eye makeup that improves their ability to target fast-moving prey in bright sunlight. They have oh. eyeliner feathers that help their eyes so they can attack. And they look pretty as fuck. I mean, they're adorable, aren't they, Noah? Wait, let me see. Oh, me... yeah, they're so They have a smoky eye. <laughs> and they have, like, uh, that is so cute. Um, I I love that because it, it proves that eyeliner and eye makeup serves a you know, a uh, survival pur- purpose, a uh, evolutionary purpose, which is to deflect the light coming into your eye. That's why football players wear the smudge underneath their eyes, right? To, because yeah, of the stadium yeah. lights? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So or sunlight. When we wear eyeliner, first of all, Noah, so eyeliner when you put on is fake eye- <laughs> like you the put- number one like thing that makes you look better. Can we all agree? Men Agreed. don't even know it. Agreed. Agreed. I, I don't know if... if- Men notice, or women, men don't notice as, men notice, but they don't realize they notice as much as women think they notice. Oh my God. Eyeliner was always my survivor thing. Like if I brought one thing on the survivor island, eyeliner or mascara, because mascara can double as eyeliner. If you could smudge it enough, you kind of like rub it around. It can give you a a smoky eye, but yeah, that is the number one thing that, um, 
That's why you would bring on an island if you had. What about like? No, a, I mean, on if I was on Survivor, a TV show where they let you bring one thing. I'm not going to bring like a journal. Oh, so you look good on, but yeah. then your whole body looks dirty except your eyes. No, you'll look great. I'll look like spray tanned with dirt. <laughs> Everyone on Survivor always looks so tan. There's like, something hot about. You lose about, like, weight. Yeah. You look like dehydrated and like you look like a. I don't know. Like my Elle buddy's McPherson. dad went on Survivor. Really? His name was Danny Limbo. That sounds familiar. Or Lembo. Lembo. And uh, he... How low can you go? He Very low, actually. Mm-hmm. He was a little man, but strong. Mm. Uh, but he, uh, <laughs> he he brought loafers. Like, that was his whole thing. He brought, like, Italian, like... That's not like a bad idea. $5,000 oh, loafers kind of... onto the island. I mean, I'm sure that was his thing. You know what I mean? Like, he thought he was going to be known, like, Danny Loafers. But they're like, no, your last name's Lembo. I think we're going to go with that. He brought a limbo bar. Um, what would you bring on a Survivor Island? One object that you get to bring. I mean, are, are we just talking about the show or the actual Yeah, the show Survivor. Survivor. Um, hmm. Condoms. Really? Yeah, I mean, the last thing you want is a, a disease on an island. I do know that when you're starving, you don't want to fuck. And you pretty much become starving almost immediately on that show. I think that, that romances do develop on that show, but no one be fucking. Not no one. I haven't seen the show in a while, but... <laughs> Condoms, really? I don't know. It was my first thing that came to you mind. Scared of gonorrhea? I was thinking about like maybe like a uh, some kind of like object to protect myself, but I guess that's not really How the quickly case. Quickly in a relationship, can I not wear condoms when I finally get one? The very first day. I think I'll just get <laughs> tested. We'll both get tested. Nothing's then, hotter than two guys, two people getting tested. I think together. it's kind of hot to know that you can just like come all over each other and not catch anything is pretty yeah, hot no, is pretty and be hot. inside each other. My God, we told like funny masturbation stories last night at dinner. My dad was just sitting there quietly and didn't want to share his because we were just talking about like young boys, like wet dreams and like <laughs> smearing cum on the lake. And my dad, I knew I had stories to tell and he finally told some and I was just, it was fun to hear my uh, dad. Your mom being uncomfortable with, what What did Ari fuck? What was Ari saying? He was, oh, he got silly putty. He stored yes. up silly putty and put it inside. He, he, he borrowed, would go, yeah, he would go to a toy store and they would run out because he was buying, he was all, buying the all the silly putty, putty so he make. could make a <laughs> flashlight with a tennis ball. Can. Yeah, can. tennis can. Yeah. Um, I mean, the things you do. <laughs> can I, going back to makeup real quick and things you don't notice. Noah, the other day, Andrew, we were watching something and Andrew was like, wow, pink lips are really like an attractive thing. Under- what were we watching? Um. Friends. Was it? No, no, it was something else. But yeah, I just, I, I didn't really notice girls wearing pink limp- lipstick until recently. I always wear, like, my favorite lipstick is pink. I hate a darker shade. It just never looks good on me. I always wear, like, light pink. And Andrew goes, pink lipstick looks really good. I was like, it's definitely my favorite. He's like, because it makes your lips, like, girls' lips look like, like a pussy. And I was like, <laughs> I know. Uh, that's, I I go, that's why your lips, when you're ovulating as a woman, get fuller. That's why women want fuller lips, because it's all leading to, like, being a, 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 a an ape and presenting your vagina, like, making men think about sex. The, the Clueless really nailed it when, she's, when Cher is sitting in class, and she's like, you take off your clothes, you show more skin, because skin makes guys think about sex. And you, like, put your the pen in your mouth, because they look at your lips, and it makes them think... Anything that you can do to make men think about sex. Is like that why every- you go with brown? <laughs> my, uh, for, my lips. For anal. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, smear pudding <laughs> around my lips to make people really know the hole I would like to be. 
penetrated in. Um, uh, women's mouths are so much hotter than men's. I don't know what it is about a woman's mouth, but it's like. I love when you're about to make out with someone and they like you just look at each other's mouths. That's when you know it's on when you look at someone's mouth a lot or they're deaf. Or they're um, deaf? Like, or it's a deaf person I'm talking to and oh, they're reading my oh, lips. Oh, and I'm like, do you want to make out? And they're like, no, that's the only way I can Have you ever made out with a deaf person? Mm-mm. Me neither. I haven't. I would, though. I'm now um, really uh, working on my feet. I want hot feet again. Because okay. I... What do you want to do with them? I mean, I feel... I already like my feet, even though I have bunions. Like, I never have thought my bunions are disgusting. Some people have. But I feel like I have really... They're spray tan right now, but I feel like I have, like, feminine feet. They're long and skinny. Like, they, they don't look like men's feet. And I feel like I would like them, like, I want, uh, I, I, I heard that Machine Gun Kelly uh, interview yesterday where he's talking about yeah. having a foot fetish. It really turned me on. Your feet are very skinny. Yeah. Like, narrow. Like, yeah. We have the same size shoe, but your foot, you would think, is way longer than mine. Because yes, of how because it's it elongated. Looks, it's like yeah. a ballerina. But it definitely is a woman's foot, even though it's jacked up with a, a bunion. But I... Um, but that makes it even more woman. I think I might get into, like, I, I'm I'm trying... I just want my... F- I'm going to spend more time on pedicures, I'm, and I'm going to wear more shoes with, like... I only have one pair of shoes, Noah, that show my toes. One. I don't have... You know, besides flip-flops. Because I hate my toes. I've always been so ashamed of bunions. And now after hearing the my celebrity crush is a foot guy, I'm like, I gotta fix my feet. I gotta. And so many men are. And the thing is, I like having my foot rubbed. I feel it's erotic. Do girls if it notice guys' sex, feet? Um, you yeah. notice our hands, right? Something? Yeah, I like yeah. a guy's feet. I like to massage guys' feet that I like. And I like like... What would you rate mine? I just cut my toenails, so it's not the greatest. Mm, they're okay. I've been told I have cute feet. They're they are cute. cute. Isn't good yeah, they're 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 nice. I my mean, mom if I has loved you, pinky, I could love your feet. If my, I was like a, a you know, my mom's pinky toe goes above her. Ooh, yeah, that's just from shoes. No, or I think it's, it's a, a genetic it's thing. A genetic oh, yeah, thing. yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah, we kind of have the same toe, a little hammer toe of the <laughs> the pinky. They say um, if your second toe is longer than your first toe, you can fuck good, which is whoever thought of that. Obviously, their second toe was longer than their first toe. Uh-huh. <laughs> mine's it's longer. Close. Yeah, no, yeah, mine's yeah, longer yeah, for sure. Longer. Um, yeah. But so those kind of things are so funny. Some guy was like, dude, my toe is weird. I, it's, oh, it's because I fuck good. <laughs> yeah. Wait, how long is your middle finger when you put up your hand way longer than your other fingers? How much longer? Mm. About a half an inch? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I was playing guitar and I was like, I think my middle finger is too long. Um, are you into feet? And I mean, I just I just know I'm into feet. I've always been in like, for some reason, listening to Machine Gun Kelly normalize it. And for him to be someone that I'm like into it, like, I'm like, oh my God. And like my new celeb crush. I just like am like I'm back into I want to like really embrace feet and I'm just I'm a fucking freak recently. I like am a sex freak and I cannot freaking wait to be in my next relationship. I'm going to do some wild stuff. <sighs> that guy's going to be exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz you got a lot of a lot of go, a lot of getting done. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't think exhausted. It's just going to be so fun. <laughs> I, I don't know who it will be, but if you're out there listening, it's going to feel like you lost your virginity again. It's been that long where I like, know. a dick has not been. I mean, granted, you've been using toys, but like it has been. Um, I think tomorrow will be exactly two years from the last wow. time I had sex. And yeah, I mean, just imagine you just getting like doggy style like Ew, or like. No, no, no. Not my favorite. 
kitty cat style. Yeah, that's more like it. Uh, no, doggy is just like Meh. tarantula style. I mean, I wanted to have sex so bad. I mean, I've been in positions where it could have happened many times and just didn't let it. But man, but I because I knew that sex is the best when you're in love like I can't wait to have sex when I'm in love with someone and they love me too like I've never really felt that and I am holding out for it and I know it is in my future and it's gonna be the goddamn best like I or I'm gonna just hire someone to fucking tie me up and bang me I can't wait for you and it won't be love it'll just be a transactional the first time you fuck in two years the guy nuts in like three seconds just like how you lost your virginity great you know like yeah I would love that I could take that as a compliment <laughs> I would take it as a compliment you're like, you're like you, you can finally as soon fuck as you me entered my vagina oh my god last night oh my god you're horned up no the oh. waiter last night oh yeah with can I just share a pack? little a anecdote so Andrew got me a fanny pack I'm talking telling my mom about it and we're like she goes a fanny pack and I go yeah did you know that um I don't know what it got its name from either you know fanny meaning butt in a American you know uh British slang. terms yeah yeah and then British slang for fanny is vagina they call a vagina fanny so I say this to my mom she's we're sitting at the end of the table we're a furthest from the waiter who I already know recognizes me and is being a little bit fun. You know, like I know he knows who I am or he's just enchanted by me, but I just think he knows who I am because he's given me a little too much. Uh, very nice guy. Here's me have a, he's taking my sister's drink order at the other side of the table. He hears me tell my mom, I literally am having a private discussion with my mom while the waiter is finishing up taking orders. And I go, yeah, and it's also uh, British, uh, fanny means uh, vagina in uh, like British slang. And he goes, vulva. And I look up and I'm like, what? He locks eyes. He goes, vulva. And I go, oh, yeah, no, I know that. Uh, I'm talking to my mom, though, who doesn't understand that vagina doesn't. I'm not talking to a doctor. Yeah. So I understand that the outside of a woman's. You took that as like him being woke, though. Yeah, yes. I thought he was just just like. I didn't think he was correcting you in a way of like, you're wrong. It's actually a vulva. No, it was. It was woke. It was because men love. Well, it's also it's also <laughs> him showing me knowledge of that. He knows women because it is respectable when a guy knows says vulva yeah. instead of vagina, because for all of you who are listening, uh, when you say vagina and you're talking about the outside of a woman's vagina, the lips, the clit, all that, that's actually the vulva. The inside canal is the vagina. Mm. So it's incorrect. But don't say vulva to me when you're taking my order and I'm about to eat at your restaurant and I didn't, I'm not talking to he you. You also mouthed it like sexual kind of a little bit. It's, a, it's a hard it word not to say and be like vulva. The first time I ignored him and then the second time he goes vulva and I go, you can take my, my literally you were six feet away from me, sir. And you just screamed vulva across the table. I'm having a private talk with my mom. My mom doesn't understand what vulva means. Maybe he was uh, recommending a new car for me to get. I don't, yeah, maybe that was it. <laughs> it got good mileage, that vulva. Yeah, that vulva. That vulva 850. Uh, let's get to why do I care? What's in celebrity news today? Can I do the other story for why do I care? I think it'll be better. Okay. Why do I care? <laughs> All right. So Julianne Huff. 
Huff? Oh, Huff? can I finish this? Yeah. Uh, her niece went on TikTok to say that my aunt, Julianne Huff, said that she slept with Leonardo DiCaprio. They were pictured together in 2003 at an event. So Coachella, this is yeah. 2013. Coachella, 2013, I'm sorry. Her and Leo. And uh, she said that she said that Leo was bad at sex, not good in bed. And her niece <sighs> went on TikTok to get clout for that and revealed that. You know it's true. You know she probably dropped that at a Thanksgiving. The niece held on to it for years and years, even though she was probably too young to understand it at the time. It has been rumored that Leonardo DiCaprio wears headphones when he's having sex it is why Dumois the the celeb gossip rag that on Instagram that has all the blind items and all the uh, latest celeb gossip uh, calls him headphones or so they call him headphones or something wow and, I heard um, that story I've heard that yeah that be, a lot of people have heard like that. he comes into the hotel room and he won't even kiss the girl he won't even look at her he'll have yep. headphones on mm-hmm. he'll have sex he'll nut mm-hmm. and then leave and make him sign an NDA yeah and well, obviously they don't stick to that because they be telling people, man. Yeah. So Juliana Huff said uh, he wasn't that great. <laughs> Isn't it so funny though to think about our like your own nephew and like they know you're like what celebrity you fuck and that they're bad. Like it's just so funny to think that my nephew I mean, one day I'll be like, yeah, dude, I fucked this. My my uncle Andrew yeah. said that. And then they'll you know, sell you out. I mean, <laughs> I, I know for a fact I've said things to people that could be get back to you know, family yes. has told family has told friends. I mean, I told something last night that was I didn't even mean to tell. And I go, please do not let it leave this yeah. table because this is actually sensitive. And I felt really bad. But yeah, can I do a quick why do I care that stars? I was on the subreddit Demois, D-E-U-X-M-O-I, which is the subreddit of the Instagram account. That's the celebrity gossip where all they do is post someone people write in. It's I love it so much. Guess who shows up last night? On Demois. Oh, wow. So last night I'm on Instagram or on Reddit, Demois subreddit, and someone goes, has anyone heard of this rumor? I would be very shocked if it's true. This is our friend Claire Parker, comedian Claire Parker, who I love so much, yeah. who is a little awesome. gossipy lady. She has a lot of like, she has a like Britney Spears uh, podcast. She is flirty, fun, gossipy, so smart, so funny. And people just are being so mean to her on this, but this is a uh, this is a piece of gossip that she has that I found. Okay, I have potentially celebrity gossip. Her grandma. As you guys may or may not know, me and my co-host Ashley are comics in New York City, so we kind of are like in certain circles. You're laughing at me. We're not in John Mulaney's circle. We're not in John Mulaney's circle, but somebody is, and somebody is who knows somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who knows, somebody who knows us. And the word on the street is Olivia Munn is pregnant. Could be true, could not, be not true, but maybe it is true. Okay, what do we think? Well, first of all, I think... People are so mad at Claire. People are saying, she, the second she said, in certain circles, I stopped listening. It's like, she wasn't being serious, and also, she is in certain circles. She's uh, very... She is a couple degrees away from John Mulaney. I think where she went wrong, where why people will get upset, is because she said, like, 19 somebodies, so it makes it feel like, oh, you don't even really know the answer, so why are you spreading this lie? Here's the thing is, when because that's what every lie is. That's what every rumor is. Yeah, yeah, And she's just being honest. And you're right. I know you're playing devil's advocate. I do want to say, though, that I think she's going to be right. I have nothing, I know nothing to support that, but here is a thing that I thought was very interesting that someone commented. Well, if true, that could explain the quick PR rollout regarding the divorce from his wife and dating Olivia Munn news in terms of they came right on top of each other. No judgment, but I can't imagine having... Oh, wait, someone said... Um, the thing is, someone said that maybe it's true because of how 
quickly they came out about their relationship after the divorce, which means she might be already pregnant get ahead of and it, they just you know. don't want it to look as bad as it might when the baby is born in six months as opposed to, you know, like they can't be like, it's premature and it comes out like 12 pounds. You know what though? This baby, they're going to, it's going to help the PRs. Like the fact that like, Oh, but I know I left my wife, but now we have this beautiful child together and everyone's going to get behind the baby and yeah. be like, okay, we understand it's real. I know. And it's going to make my quote from Las Culturistas where I said, they're not, someone wrote, <laughs> I literally am reading this thread and all of a sudden my name pops up. It says, also Nikki Glazer, who is a lot more connected to John than this chick, not true, said that she didn't see it lasting long and people need to leave them alone so it will end quickly. <laughs> <laughs> All I said on Let's Go Teresa's is like, I'm so jealous of this new love yeah. that I just, let's leave them alone so it can go away because, I, because I'm jealous of the PR. Honestly, I'm jealous. I want to be in a celebrity couple so people will talk about my relationship, speculate, and talk about me. I, I, it's, it's so So date John Mulaney's ex-wife. I would. She's Anne-Marie Tendler is very hot. Gorgeous girl. <laughs> um, I would be open to it. However, I, I hope... I whatever I do probably think this is true even though I have no reason to believe it is other than that thing that you just heard I bet you it's true because it all makes sense I always wondered why the divorce was announced and then right on top of that it's like I don't know if they announced they were dating so that actually makes it a little bit less maybe they're pregnant but it is interesting that both Olivia Munn and John Mulaney have been pretty vehement about not wanting children and all of a sudden they're gonna have children and or a child and let me just say John is a friend of mine. Olivia is friends with friends of mine. Still don't think it's going to last, but that is not because I don't believe in their love. I don't believe in any love and I don't believe literally anything lasts. So it is when I say that things are going to last, it's not any judgment on them. I don't think anything lasts. Noah, I believe you and Avi, <laughs> they're going to last. They will last because they are not in Hollywood. And they uh, had a courtship that lasted over, uh, you know, two weeks before they decided to conceive. Um, they, you know, what I mean? oh, oh, oh Wait, I, I thought Noah. No, 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 oh, no, Noah's not pregnant. But I mean, the, the, what I'm just saying is like, and I'm not again. I'm not passing judgment on Olivia and John. I'm just saying when I say things don't last, it is not a bad. It's not a bad thing. I said this yesterday in the podcast. A relationship is not a failure if it ends. It is not. It is not. It's not in in many cases if it doesn't end. It's, it's a only how you deal with the ending. No, it literally isn't. No, but you know what I mean. It could be a, a successful relationship. Can be you can get out no. and say fuck you. I never want to talk to you again. Right when it starts to sour, it, and that's a success. No, but if you have kids, it gets it becomes. Yeah, I handle it well with the kids and don't talk shit about. No, each but other, that's a but, big thing. A lot yeah. of parents don't do that because they see it as a failure. And then they're so wrapped up in their own ego shit. I know, but even staying together and fighting for the rest of the child's life is no, that sucks also too. the worst. I'd uh, say that's worse than just being... Mm. Tomato, tomatoes. Uh, let's get on to finish my <laughs> sentence. Speaking of relationships, uh, this week, uh, when it's, it's Wacky Wild Wednesday, which means we'll do any segment we goddamn want to. And uh, today <laughs> it's going to be finish my sentence. <laughs> I love that Like on other days we don't have a choice. Like Who's no. it up to on the other day? <laughs> I mean, it's up to us, but it's a, it's a stagnant thing. And on Wednesdays, it could be, well, it's God. <laughs> um, thank you so much, uh, God, by the way. God really... Uh, Picked a good one. 
No, God oh. has been really killing it for me recently. Interesting. I want to just thank, I don't even, I'm not a religious person, but there's some kind of, there's some kind of energy out there that's been really looking out for old glazed dog. And uh, I just want to shout out to that. And I also want to shout out to the fact that things could go wrong anytime now in my life. And it would also be God looking out for me and it's all meant to be. My mom's canceled Greece trip. Man, we had the best time last night. None of that would have happened if they went to Greece. That's I'm. True. I mean, it last night was fucking fun. I had a great time. It was a perfect birthday. Finish my sentence. Okay. Okay. Noah, what's what's the sentence that Andrew and I will be finishing for each other <laughs> and trying to get as close to as possible and not hating each other? Yeah. For at least an hour and a half. If you get the vaccine, no, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let me do Noah's voice. If you were to get the vaccine, wait, no, never mind. Okay, yeah. go on, Noah. If I have to spend the rest of my life, <laughs> people with love someone. Noah's voice because I have a list. You're like real, like chat, and like, then Ugh. Noah's voice comes in, like, "Hey, it's so gentle." Every, everyone I, writes, "We love Noah's voice." It's like, I how know. bad do you hate our voice? I mean, <laughs> I, I, I get it, folks. It's, she sounds like the beekeeper. <laughs> and you take the bees. From this habitat. Someone said they. She sounds like Siri, or not Siri, uh, like the GPS woman. Oh, okay. Know what? Tell us. <laughs> All right, more. no, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. We'll stop talking so we can hear your perfect voice. I know. <laughs> The irony. We're like, her voice is so great. And we're always Isn't doing- her voice awesome? <laughs> sorry, besties. I'm so sorry. God, I'm annoying myself today. I know I'm a lot this week. Oh, you're great. <laughs> okay. If I have to spend the rest of my life with someone, my ideal partner will absolutely have the characteristic of... Okay. So this is a successful relationship that you're, you know, forever, even though I don't think that means successful necessarily. But let's say we find the love of our life. This person ideally would have the characteristic of, uh, can I go first yeah, for you? Yeah, go ahead. Easy. Yeah. Not, just, se- not, yeah, not sexual. Not sexually easy. Well, but... Oh. but so just, this is Nikki answering as Andrew. Yes, I'm Andrew Collin, and the, the characteristic I want in a girl that I might spend the rest of my life with would be easygoing. Yes. And that means for me, Andrew Collin, it means she doesn't get mad at me about anything ever and doesn't take offense to anything or doesn't take anything personally and never gets um, her feelings hurt and maybe gets a little like, like, mm, I don't, I'm mad. Like just always is in a good mood and just goes with the flow no matter what. So, um, you know, uh, an, a man. <laughs> You, your ideal characteristic is a, a man. He said this the other day to me, by the way, because we were talking about relationships, which is a fair point. I go, babe. Um, <laughs> babe. I really, I, your I, daughter? Was, I was talking to you at lunch yesterday and I go, Andrew, <laughs> I honestly think that it's everyone. He goes, I, I can't stand emotional changes in women that are like so drastic. And I said, that's hormones and that's every woman. And you have to understand that there's no woman there's women that know how to cope with their emotional changes due to hormones and men have this too, by the way, but it's so, it's so unpredictable for us. And we're so out of, unless you're really in tune with your emotions and do a lot of work on yourself and are able to communicate and, and, and know your feelings and know your subconscious feelings, you get swept away by them. And it's like a riptide that just pulls you out and, I just don't think there's any woman that won't yeah. change her emotions on a dime and kind of scare you sometimes. And maybe I'm wrong. Noah? Uh, I, I agree. I mean, 
it's definitely taken a lot of work and I've been kind of keeping a tally of how many days I've been easygoing because that's a kind of a complaint. But that's not, not easy going to, to even keep like that's what I'm saying. Like you, well, like we keeping... have to stay. <laughs> we have to stay conscious of it. It's not like yeah, I know. That's train wild ourselves, to me. I guess I'm not making fun. I'm just saying that's wild. Yeah, that it's to, like... so much easier for guys. It I really truly is. believe that, and and men who want that in a woman, it's just it's not realistic. But that doesn't mean that it 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 can't happen. It doesn't mean that you just have to be. be you just have to put up with it. It means that you need to have a toolbox and the, the woman has to acknowledge that she needs a toolbox and that it's not okay just to be like, it's just the way I am. It, it is the way you are, but you need to figure out how to handle it. Yeah. And I mean, I think there's certain things that you can do where your emotions can be more like, you know, how you take care of yourself, how you like the choices you make can then uh, keep those like, you know, emotions in check. Well, if my room is messy and you do something that annoys me that has to do with mess in the living room, <laughs> I'm going to be more mad about that <laughs> than if my room were clean. And that only has everything to do with me. And I acknowledge that right now. But in the moment, that's a hard rooster to call. <laughs> you know, Can I, I recommend a book that you also read, Nikki. Yeah. A third uh, of the Bible. Feeling Good by David Burns. Yes. Oh, we started reading that, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, it's, I, it's I didn't actually book. finish it. Me neither. Um, but, but it's a great book about uh, cognitive behavioral therapy. And there's a new, yeah, he wrote Feeling Good and he wrote the newest edition that is updated for modern life called Feeling Great. And uh, I really recommend it to anyone struggling with depression and stress. It's like literally a workbook that uh, treats your brain like a, a, a math problem, kind of. And you can trick you not even trick yourself you can really decode your thoughts and not give them like you can you can treat your own depression with a book if you can't afford therapy yeah. which sucks for so many people there are things that you can do and um yeah uh look into the book feeling good you can get it from your library um, i wonder if like the feeling good people are like upset about the new title like they're like god i just got the good and i I now did. I got great. feeling good and then feeling great came out literally the next week. So I bought them <laughs> the next both. Week. And then I, I sent one to a, a listener actually because she wrote in and was like, I can't afford the book, but I would really like to know about it. Like, and I go, yeah. I'll just send you mine. And I sent her a copy. And uh, I can't do that for everyone. But if I do have extra books around and you write to me and say you can't afford it, I'll probably figure out a way to get it to you. Yeah. I send the back book to people all the time. I If you are someone literally who can't afford The Healing Back Pain by Dr. John Sarno, a book that has cured so many people in my life's back pain or the easy way to stop drinking or smoking and you yourself are ready to actually stop having back pain and accept these books in your life and really work them and you can't afford them i will i will buy them for you if you dm me i'm serious and this isn't you me giving you a handout for something you're not going to read just because you want to give from me if you don't read it i will ask for my money back honestly but if you want to read it i will i will do that for you i'll just i'll give me your address and i'll amazon you one and I will do this for up to 10 people a month until I decide I don't want to do it anymore. I love that. But I really will if you DM me. Um, and you really will read it and get back to us. If you don't, I probably won't remember to ask for my money back, but you will have to live with the thought that you tricked me. Um, okay, finish my sentence. Finish my sentence. Okay. What was it? How did it go? Do you remember it? Yeah, just okay. try, yeah, wait, yeah. Wait, just par- I want um, him to paraphrase it. Uh, if you're in a good relationship, this person has the characteristic of... Sure, yeah. Um, for you, I think of someone that uh, is of service to you, like thinks about 
God, how do I put this? Um, Good at I doing mean, acts of service. Yeah, acts of service. They, 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 uh, they. Thoughtful. Underst- God, I want to finish your sentence, but it's. A, it's <laughs> I, I can't. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm having trouble like putting it into words because. Can you give me an example of something? I'd yeah, want that's the what I'm thinking. To do? So, like, you know, you always say you want them to take care of the house and like take care of those needs those little things that you don't want to have to think about because you work so hard and all you want is someone that can focus on the things that you either a don't want to focus on or Mm -hmm. b don't have time to focus on i almost cried at lunch the other you're nailing it by the way i almost cried at lunch the other day two days ago we went to lunch with my parents and ari and me and you and went to that sushi restaurant and there was some bill mix up and um we had to like tell the waiter something and I was just sitting there knowing we all just established like it needs to be communicated to the waiter the next time they come and it probably sooner because they probably won't be out here for a while and I just didn't feel like being the one to do it I'm like I've already I'm paying for this lunch I uh, I know but I don't want the thing you take control Mm -hmm. and then get upset about taking control Mm. so the so as your friend if I'm like, you know, we were all struggling with it, right? And you're very good at at these things. Unfortunately, like you're very good at consolidating things that need to be consolidated. Mm-hmm. But you also seem to be the one to be like, I got this. Right. So then if I go, no, I got this. And then you go. No, that's not get- why I almost cried. Oh. I, I liked taking care of that. There was a menu issue where you had to order on your phone instead of with Which the waiter. So it was so annoying. So, but there was some issue that needed to be resolved that we all established at the table. I think you were like not paying attention because you were at the other end. But it was established like this needs to be taken care of with the waiter. And I just sat with it and I was like, if I get up and go inside to get the waiter, I'm going to be so annoyed. And my dad goes, Nick, do you want me to go inside and tell the waiter? And I was like, yes, dad, thank you. And last night we were also at the jazz house and I just go, my drink was like not full and uh, it hadn't been for a while. And I was just like, hey, dad, can you give me a club soda? And he was like, of course. And he got it. And I was like, I almost cried again because I was like, my dad is my husband. Like, those are the things I want. Like, he didn't even he was like excited to do it. He he always it, it made me cry when he offered to go in the other day and tell the waiter almost I didn't let it happen because I was just like it just confirmed to me that m- m- I am like looking for my dad <laughs> like it's a, yeah. like it's so like weird that i'm like the things that i'm attracted to in a partner that i want to be taken care of are like these things of like i really resent having to do extra things and like get up and do things when i'm already i love paying for things i truly love it i had to have a talk with my sister my family two days ago that said you can't fight well, last night with things. the bill yeah and so i, it's, I it's appreciate Nikki's that birthday and we really wanted to pay for it because you know whatever like treat her it's your birthday and uh she, she you were adamant about pain mm-hmm. to the point where it almost it, it, you it were kept smart. pushing you were smart i know when you he to just push. handed me the bill because it wasn't gonna it wasn't gonna work for them and it argue. wasn't reverse psychology for you to pay by any means but it was just like but let someone take you want to be taken care of i not not that not, way i know but because that's, for me getting up and going in and talking to the waiter is something that everyone can do and everyone can feel the same after that. My sister and brother-in-law spending $35 on a a meal is 
more of a hit to them than it would ever be to me. I know, but that's why it makes them feel good to pay for it. I'm just saying that you got to think about the other. But I need to let them know that it honestly doesn't make me feel good. Yes. And that it's my birthday. And to feel good, I like to buy things for people, especially now that I'm someone who has achieved a level of financial stability that is all I've ever wanted is for my family to not have to share food and to, I'm going to get this side salad instead of the big salad. Oh, I would like to try this appetizer, but I don't know if I'm going to like it. Let's get it. I am finally in a position where we can have everything we want. And I want, I don't know how much longer we have on this earth. And I want to spend all of my money on my people who I love and all my listeners who I want to have no back pain. I want to give my wealth away. But here's the thing. And um, (laughs) And and I'm not just trying to play devil's advocate. Sister's a teacher and has three kids. Yes. Um, Why should her millionaire sister, and I don't mean to say that. But this is the thing. This is the thing then. And I think if you're going to pay, right, and then your dad doesn't go and talk to that waiter, Mm. you can't think, hey, I'm paying for this meal. You should have to do this. Right. I believe that. that. That's a a thought. I see that's why that's That's a negative thought that could be. uh, I get it. Um, for you I'm however saying. I would like to make it known that because <laughs> I do like to treat my family to experiences that we would have gone to a cheaper place if it was up to my family if yeah. they were paying okay I chose a place that we could like I didn't money was not an issue and it wasn't because I wanted to just eat I wanted to eat good food yeah and eat with abandon and have my family eat with abandon and I always say when I'm going to pay for the meal before a meal because I want people to every I want everyone to order as much as they want and not think twice about it and I always say that right I always go get whatever you want mm-hmm. take some stuff home if you don't like it I don't care over order because this is the life I finally achieved what I've always wanted and that is to have treat everyone in my life who has been cheap to themselves and not given themselves what they want to get what they want. And you're right. I would just like my loved ones to know I should say it with a caveat because I'm paying for things and I love paying for things and you let me pay for things when there need, when there's a little bit of a task that needs to be done, I would like someone else to pick that up and uh, I won't have resentment to you, but I might cry when my dad offers to do it uh, because I want so badly for a husband to fill that role. Now, what if the person said... And he but will. This is, but this I, is will. the thing. This goes the, back to your husband. My husband will do that. Final thought. This goes back to your husband. If he has money and he goes, look, I understand that's what you want, but what I want is to... Because I'm also... Because I'm willing to pay for dinner as well. I don't want to do <laughs> these tasks. I won't be with you. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but do you, know, lo- you see my point though. Like, yeah, like I might marry a guy with rather, a lot of money yeah. that uh, my money is nothing compared to his. My money isn't really in the scheme of things. It's not that big of a deal, and I don't. I not. I, I know people no, think probably bragging. Across, no, it's not coming across like that. Uh, I don't people, think it is. People could construe it as that, and it might be. But what I'm saying is, is that the man of my dreams will be someone who wants me wants to fetch me a club soda when he sees mine's empty wants to be the man to get up and take care of the dealing with the bill situation and i will gladly pay for everything and that's why when you say do you think maybe if you end up paying for a man and they don't work how you might not respect him the thing is i will respect him because he's going to be pulling my chair out for me getting us a better table because i'm being like it's cold if he well, he that's will what find, I'm saying. Like, well, if he doesn't, then we're not meant to be because I, know I will you're show your him. Head, but I, I honestly think like Noah, like, why are you shaking your hand? Because I'm saying a man will feel so respected by me because I'm so turned on by those acts. 
I think it's important for everyone to have like their own thing that they do. But I don't think if a man does acts of service and, you know, like what Nikki's looking for, it doesn't mean that he doesn't respect, like it, it won't mean that it doesn't, that he doesn't Not respect himself. Yeah. I love paying for things and it doesn't make me disrespect the just people that, I'm with at yeah. all. It's because it has I, to be I want to show my love. Sure, sure. I just think the word fetch. I think fetch. Yeah. If a man hears the word fetch, fetch. he's gonna get yeah. angry. Yeah, honestly, I'm not. I'm also. just saying, like, I'm not saying for me. I'm saying though. Like, well, I only use the word fetch like in Mean Girls, <laughs> where fetch is not a word. Gretchen, stop trying to make it a word. That's so fetch. I get that, but I, I, maybe I need to change the way I talk. But also, I, 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 the the men that I've really, when I felt the most like dainty and feminine and in my feminine energy and like sexually uh like taken care of it's when a man gets me a blanket when a man like yesterday bonnie said that um got the coffee that, that rich coffee. got her coffee in yeah. bed and was like my husband sucks like all it's it's like my husband sucks but most mornings he brings me coffee in bed and it makes it all worth it and there's something about being i don't even want coffee in bed i even complained yesterday when andrew like placed my coffee in my bedroom <laughs> Because I was like, it, but I'm not your husband. Yeah, but I'm just saying, or like, your boyfriend. That's, you know, like even a friend yeah. can show love that way to yeah. me. Of like, oh, like, like, you know, it's just someone massages me when they know that my arm, my shoulder hurts when I didn't ask for it. It doesn't have to be sexual. Like, Kirsten yeah. always massages me when I'm feeling like sore, and I know she's doing it because she loves me. She's not doing it because I want it. She, you know. Yes, there's it, a difference. You said it. Your love language is acts of service and touch. But yeah. but I get what you're saying there because I put the coffee there. It was I don't know what the percent. I love that we always do percentages on this show. But mm. like part of it wanted to be like I got you the coffee. Ninety percent of that. No 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 no. You love no. It wasn't. You're a little boy on Mother's Day. Like look at the macaroni necklace I made, mom. I, do you like it? Do you like I, it, mom? Do you like it? Look at the necklace, mom. I like it. Open your fanny pack. It's it wasn't cute, ninety Andrew. though. Ninety is rude. Nineties okay. rude. Maybe eighty-eight. No, 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 no. <laughs> we, the reason- we love that score. It's a P plus. Eighty-eight's the best. Oh, eighty-eight's a good score. We love eighty-eight. Not eight eighty-nine. That's too high of a B. Too low. Eighty-eight is a perfect uh, score. Michael and- Irvin. Yeah. That's for one guy out there listening. All right. Um, we got it. Oh, it's the end of the show. I'm so sad. Yeah. I, I feel like so we're really like today. talking like a nice, smooth like conversation. I know. I, we really find our I gear. just want to like acknowledge to the besties like and I know this gets annoying. It's almost Bo Burnham energy of apologizing on apology. If you haven't watched the new Bo Burnham special. So there's this great scene where he review, he's like doing a reaction video to something he just shot. And then he does a reaction video to that reaction video. And then a reaction video to that. Re- it's so funny because Bo Burnham, I even said to Andrew right before this happened, I go, Bo Burnham's incapable of not calling out. He's like me. He's so self-aware that he's it's too like, self-aware, but it's almost good that how self-aware. He is. So, I try to be as self-aware as possible because the, the last thing I want is people being like, Nikki does this thing all the time and it's so annoying. And I want to be like, I know I do that and I know it's annoying. So I just want to say the besties. Well, couldn't that be worse Burnham, though? That's what I'm saying. It is yeah. worse sometimes. But I just want to get ahead of anything that too. anyone might think. I know I am annoying. I know that I, like with the vaccine talk, I'm sure a lot of you were like, shut the fuck up. Um, and we get your point, Nikki. But I wasn't feeling understood and it's a real problem for me mm. that I need to feel understood. And sometimes I go too far and I'm learning and I'm becoming a better broadcaster because of it. And so just I I'm already pretty damn good. I think the difference though is being but, understood versus being right. 
I don't. Yeah. See the difference though. Right. Like the difference is, is but the person I understanding don't your message feel understood versus- by you because you will not address the thing that I'm asking. Like, then why do we care about people that aren't vaccinated? <laughs> Like that doesn't address it. I see that you see it, but I want to know why. But you, I, I feel like with the understanding that you want me to understand so that I understand that your point is better than my point. That's how I think. Not better. The, the, I just want to understand why my point isn't right. But, uh, but I think if you listen back to what we when we talked, I think multiple times I said, I agree with you. But you just kept saying, but. Yeah, because there's other factors. But you, I proved I could agree. each of those wrong. I don't think so. Well, well, well let the I listeners really chime in too, and they'll they could be the they could be the deciding factor. I I honestly don't. <laughs> See, there's even no now. way you can convince me. I'm I'm not right. But I do. I don't think it was a right or wrong situation. That was the mm. thing. I think it was a conversation. I don't think we were. I don't. Not once did I say you were wrong about the. If anything, I said you were but right about. I still don't understand your your annoyance with people who aren't taking it. <laughs> I'm more annoyed with the person that is annoyed with me, not. Well, I apologize for being the person that's annoyed with you for not <laughs> annoying me with the. Uh, we gotta go. This is, it's getting too good. Kun, kun, kun. Hey. See you tomorrow, guys, uh, for the last show of the week. Yeah, cool. Yeah, You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Conair is spreading love and celebrating women, not just on International Women's Day, but every day with Conair Girl Bomb. Girl Bomb is their new line of powerful hair removal tools made just for us. Yeah. Whether it's the silky smooth skin or the empowering confidence boost you get. Conair Girl Bomb is here to amp up those positive vibes with some self-care. So to all the beautiful women out there, keep shining, keep being you, and treat yourself to some Conair Girl Bomb magic. You deserve it. Available at Walgreens. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, 
Whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 